Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. We are on a mission to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life on their own terms, right, Andressa? Yes, <laughs> whatever balance means to you. So we have our mini-sode here. Uh, we do these um, once a month, and uh, really it's all about a quick dose of something useful to grow your business or you grow mm -hmm. your, you know, grow your business from a real estate business or self-care perspective, balance perspective. So those are the three pillars that we always focus on. So Andressa, what do we have going on today? And let's, let's get to it. Interest rates are sky high in 2023 and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an eight, nine or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Okay, so today we're going to talk about what are the must-have documents that you need when hiring a general contractor. And the first one, needless to say, is a contract, right? I don't want you guys to feel like, oh, do I have one? Do I have to have one? I know the person is family member. It's my husband or it's my wife, no matter who that person is. Yes, you should have a contract. The goal here for all of you that are listening, the goal here is to create master templates that you can duplicate in every single project so you can just like reduce and adjust as you go. So create everything that I'm saying to you, create master templates as the whole thing and you just adjust as you go. So you don't need to be creating things every single month when you have a project in, in motion. So let's get started with the general contract. 
start with that in writing and all the other documents that I'm going to be mentioning to you are going to be addendums. So you're going to attach to it. I also like a little initial in every single page, my initial, the person's initial. So it's everything there with the contract. I'm not a real estate attorney. I'm not an attorney at all. So I highly recommend you guys to check with your local attorney uh, because the laws change. So there's not like one contract that fits all, but one thing that you must put there, it's the starting and finishing date, even if it is an estimate, but that is the, the date that you have. You both had agree that in mind, unless something happened, that is the, the starting date, because without that, you cannot do your scheduling. You don't know if you are ahead of the game or if you're behind schedule. So that is super important. So that will be my number one. Number two, scope of work. Scope of work, it is no more nor less than the description of the work that you want to be done at your job. So that's what it is. Is it two bedroom, three bad bedroom? What is it? What do you want it? How do you want it? And the details, you go on number three, which is finishes. People might say, what do you mean by finishes? Yeah, I mean, you pick up everything, everything, toilet, which toilet, where, size, model, picture, link, and you put everything on a spreadsheet. That's the simple way to do this. Yes, it might take time at the beginning to build this, but I'm telling you, it will save a lot of your time and energy. In my case, unless that's out of stock, I use the same. I don't care. I don't care. I already did my research about that toilet. If it is for rental, it will be this type. If it is for a rehab, it's going to be this type. And that's it. I don't need to spend energy. Same thing with paint color. I've been using the same paint color forever. I never change it because it works. So if you create that, you spend less time. And with the scope of work and finishes, your general contractor will have a more accurate uh, idea about what you're looking for. And when you're getting bids, the bids are not going to be all over the place. They're going to be more similar to each other. So number four, payment plan. Yes, you want to know what is the payment plan with your GC. A third, a third, a third does not work for me. 25% upfront does not work for me at all, right? It, it doesn't match. The percentage needs to be by job executed. So I usually do a deposit for phases and a final payment for new construction or rehab, for example. And the payment is done once, once that phase is 100% complete. That's a very standard way that commercial lenders do. The banks do like that. They only allow you to do a draw if that portion is 100% complete. So I do the same. And I, for the GC, I don't care if I'm doing a commercial lending, if I, I cash out of my pocket, the process is the same. And I always say, the inspector needs to verify. Once it's verified, good to go. Sometimes the inspector, it's me, <laughs> right? I need to verify it, but it's, the, it's just the process, right? It's fair. It's fair. You pay for a job that was executed. Uh, the fifth is scheduling. Scheduling. 
you know how long things are going to take. So when you are meeting your general contractor in a, in a weekly basis at your job site, you know that, okay, uh, electrical, you are expected to be done by X date, right? So you know if you're moving forward or not. So scheduling, you want to know for everything that is going on. And scheduling is flexible. Same thing with payment plan. It's flexible in the sense that if something is not done this week, it's going to be done next week and you're going to pay, get paid accordingly. The, the schedule, same thing. Weather happens, you know, inspectors get sick or whatever the situation might happen. Got to be flexible uh, with that. Every time, now I'm going to go to the other uh, item here. Uh, it's linked to the payment. Every time that I make a payment, I get a lien waiver, a partial lien waiver, meaning that we both, me and the contractor, acknowledge that there was a payment and he or she will not be able to put a lien on my property for that specific payment because it was already done. And then at the end of the job, we do a final, a final uh, um, waiver. That means the entire project is we close, we close, and we are good to go. So it's just a, a best practice here. And the last thing that I wanted to to ask you guys to do this is more like bureaucratic, but it's it's good to have uh, the W nine. Get their W nine right away because your accountant, your CPA is going to thank you later on and you don't want to be um, hunting for people at the end of, of the year when you start preparing your, your taxes uh, for their W-9. Get their W-9 attached to the contract. The other thing is that you want to get a copy of their insurance and you want to have you and or your company and lender added as additional insured. It doesn't cost anything to them and you want to make sure that they have an updated insurance Um also make sure that they have an active real estate license. You can pull that information from uh, here in Philadelphia. We can pull that information uh, by using their EIN on their website. So you can do that uh, too on your uh, local. And the last thing is workers comp. You want to make sure that there is workers comp. And if there is any, if there is not, you want to know that that too, because you, you want to, if something happened at your job site, you got to make sure um, you're, you're protected. I didn't put it here, but needless to say, talk to your insurance company because you need protection uh, for yourself. Insurance during the rehab prior, a lot of lenders require that as a standard, um, but needless to say, you've got to have it independently if you're GC and other subs have it or not. Yours is, it's kind of like a part. I don't care what's happening here, but I and my company, we are, we are protected here. So those are my must-have docs, Liz. I love it. I love it. And it's so critical, right? It's it's the part of the business that most of us are like, we watch HGTV and like, we see people like, you know, going into the project and like the design, the, you know, slinging the hammer. And it's just like, there's a lot of, I don't want to say fun aspects of, of the business, but putting contracts in, you know, it's not, I don't know if I'd put on my fun list, but it's incredibly important. And it's an incredibly um, necessary to run an efficient and effective business. So I think this was chock full of ideas. Listen to this again, ladies. Andressa knows what she's talking about when it comes to running, running construction projects from a contract perspective. And, uh, you know, I just love what you said. And I think, 
we we all need to do a better job of that. Whether you're doing the your your hands on, whether you're not, whatever your role is in flipping and renovation, whether it's buy and hold or, or buy and sell, whatever what have you, this is critical. Yeah. And uh, I just love what you said, and I think it's very helpful. So yeah, and we always play you know worst case scenario, right? You want to have a track record because at the end of the day, if things go does not go well, you want to make sure that okay, it's pretty simple. It was on the contract and I pay this, there's there's a link waiver over here that you are you're running it as a business and not like okay, trusting the other person because he or she gave the word, which should be sufficient, but <laughs> you know, you gotta have it in writing as well. We interviewed an attorney recently and she said something very helpful when it comes to this is to do less in text messages and much more in email. And so many contractors are so text oriented, less email oriented because yeah. they're more hands-on people, if you will. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, even if they're not going to be checking their emails or, you know, they're a big email person, put it in writing versus just texting. So absolutely. I yeah, hope this attorney, was helpful. But- <laughs> yes. I hope this was helpful and let us know what you think. You might take a little bit of work at the beginning, but I'm telling you it's worth it. It is. You're hearing from somebody that I went to arbitration, to trials, to different, you know, all the whole thing. So uh, I'm sharing this because I've learned from my mistakes and I don't want you to make the same ones. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.